You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey Sarah, how are you doing? Hey Delaney, I'm doing great. How about you? Doing wonderful. We are glad to have you back. We know that you've been on some episodes for previous units for our podcast, and we're looking forward for you being on today's episode and the next few episodes as we talk about Unit 12, and we're going to be talking about King Solomon. Although King Solomon was given exceeding wisdom by God, and he built the temple for the Lord, like Saul and David before him, his grievous sin proved that God's people needed more than what a human king could provide. And while Solomon's sin should have resulted in the entire kingdom being taken away, God was merciful and allowed it to remain. Really, that works so nicely and is a great introduction into what our big picture question and answer is for this unit. It is, what is mercy for the younger preschool, older preschool, and kids it's the same question and answer. So what is mercy? And then the answer is mercy is when God does not give us the punishment that we deserve. As you can see, that parallels nicely as all of our big picture questions and answers do with the unit description, but especially this one as we're talking about mercy. You know, in the previous unit, we talked about grace. And so now we're going to be talking about mercy as we look ahead to our key passage for this unit, Sarah, if you'll go ahead and share the key passage phrase and also the key passage for our preschoolers and kids. Yeah, absolutely. For babies and toddlers and even younger preschool, all three of these age groups have um, the same key passage, and that is the Lord is a kind and loving God, Exodus 34, 6. For older preschool, the key passage is the Lord is a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love and truth, Exodus 34, 6. And then for kids, again, it's Exodus 34, but we're going to add on another verse. So it's going to be Exodus 34, 6 through 7. And the key passage is the Lord, the Lord is a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love and truth maintaining faithful love to a thousand generations, forgiving iniquity, rebellion, and sin. Great. Thank you so much, Sarah. And so now we want to use the remaining time on our episode to talk about specifically Unit 12, Session 1. This session is titled, God Gave Solomon Wisdom. And we're going to find that story in 1 Kings 2 through 3. So chapters 2 through 3. And so we're going to be in the Old Testament. And when we think about the big idea for this session, we want to remember that Solomon had listened to his father David's instructions and obeyed what he told him. When God appeared to Solomon in the dream, Solomon was humble and he knew he needed God's help. He could have asked for anything but he asked for wisdom. Just think about that for a second. He could ask for anything, but he asked for wisdom. I'll be honest with you, Sarah. I don't know if that's what I would have asked. I hope I would have, but I think if we're all honest, I mean, that is a very humble ask, and 
acknowledgement of what he needed and relying on the Lord. And so, you know, Solomon needed to be able to tell the difference between good and evil. And so he needed that wisdom. And we will learn and be reminded that Solomon was not perfect. And he knew that he needed God's help. And we, like Solomon, are also imperfect. And it's our sin separates us from God and leaves us in need of God's mercy. God showed us his mercy and he sent Jesus to take our punishment on the cross. And so that's really what we're going to be focusing on for this session. And so now I'd like us to go ahead and transition to the part of the episode where we talk about some of our specific activities that may need a little extra prep time by our teachers or either some special instructions. So I'll go ahead and share some from our preschool resources. The first one I want to highlight is called So Heart Shapes in our Younger Preschool Leader Guide. Just a word to our teachers on this. This will be helpful if you go ahead and have the heart shapes and this activity with the holes punched prepared ahead of time for the session. That way it'll go smoother. During the session, you'll be able to focus more time on the teaching as you're interacting with the children as well. Just a reminder, anytime we're doing something that is similar to lacing or is lacing, the spacing on how you punch the holes is important depending on the age of the children. And so there are recommendations in the leader guide. So I do want to draw your attention to that and also remind you that if you have younger preschoolers to even make those holes a little wider apart. The reason being, the closer the holes, the more difficult it is for our preschoolers because they don't have those fine motor skills. Then with older preschool, there is an activity called Find Solomon's Gifts. And so some of you may be thinking, I don't have access to enough shredded paper for this bin. So what else can I do? What are some ideas? Well, there's a couple I have for you. You could either use some tissue paper or even copy paper and then just, you know, ball that up, crumble it up with that. Or you may be able to go to one of the dollar stores and get some of the little crinkled paper grass or something like that in the gift wrap section. And then also with preschool worship, they are going to be making scepters for this week. And so just a reminder, this is something that you will need to prepare ahead of time. And then they're going to be able to decorate them during the session. So those are some of the preschool activities I wanted to highlight. Sarah, if you'll go ahead and talk about some of the activities in our kids' resources. Absolutely. So for the Younger Kids Leader Guide, there's an activity called Map It Out. And in this activity, in the Leader Guide, it asks kids to draw a map of the room that they're in, whether that be the smaller classroom setting, or if you're in large group, it might be the large group setting, but um, it asks them to draw a simple map of kind of the layout of the room, but it might be helpful, especially for really younger kids, like the first graders, if teachers might prepare this map beforehand. Not only will it save some classroom learning time, but it might just also be helpful for the kids that might have trouble kind of, you know, looking at a, a room that might be big and kind of figuring out where all the pieces go. For kids worship, there is an activity called shaving cream sandwiches, which sounds like a lot of fun. 
And for this activity, you may want to have kids put on some type of painting smock or apron just to help keep their clothes clean. We know that anytime you're dealing with shaving cream, it can get a little messy. So I think that parents would especially appreciate having some type of protective layer on to keep that shaving cream off their clothes. That is a great idea. I love both of those. And you know, especially that map it out, that sounds really fun too. And so I love the fact that they're actually going to work with a simple paper map. So that's really fun. I mean, I remember paper maps. Do you remember paper maps, Sarah? You know, that's how we learn. I do. You know, my husband and I, we took a trip out West over 10 years ago and we were still using, like we had this big like Atlas map that we had in our car as we we're driving and we were following that. That's a great skill for boys and girls to learn and for us to reinforce. So those sound like some really fun activities. You know, before we conclude this episode, I think it's important that we talk about what are some things that excite us or stand out to us about this session? And so, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Delaney, I love what you said at the beginning that you were pretty honest and you said, you know, wisdom probably is not the first thing that I would ask for. And I have to wholeheartedly agree. I don't think that if I was praying for something, wisdom would be at the top of my list. But really, I mean, that is just shows, you know, the heart behind Solomon wanting to honor the Lord and use his position of leadership in a way that glorifies God. And and so I hope that as teachers kind of sit down with their kids and go through this lesson, that they'll just really remind kids that everybody needs wisdom, not just kings and not just the president of the United States, but we all need wisdom, adults included. We need to be able to have wisdom to make decisions that honor the Lord and that help us to walk in the ways that he's called us to in his truth. And so again, this is just a great opportunity as well for the leaders to help kids see how the gospel itself is the wisdom of God made manifest to us. You know, Ephesians 3 verses 10 through 12 talk about this and how God has made known to us his wisdom through the gospel, through Jesus Christ. And Ultimately, if we want to know what true wisdom is, what it looks like to live a life that is pleasing to God, that honors him, then we have to know Jesus. And so, you know, with the Gospel Project, we're always coming around full circle and bringing it back to the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so this is a great opportunity to tie wisdom back to Jesus and showing them that not only is he wisdom personified, but knowing him allows us to walk in wisdom as well. Great word, you know, and I'm thinking, what else can I add to that, Sarah? I, we were talking about, I was like, such great insight. You always have to share. And I agree with you wholeheartedly, everything you said. And I'm thinking too, also from a preschool teacher, I mean, love school age and all, but you know, preschool is where I volunteer at my church each week. And so think about you know, how can I explain to the preschoolers I teach about wisdom? Like you said, you know, helping boys and girls understand that we all need wisdom. And wisdom is a word that maybe some of the kids haven't heard before. And so I think one way or how I'm planning on explaining it too is wisdom is asking God to help us to make right choices that please him. And I think that breaks it down in a way where they can understand, you know, as we mentioned that Solomon wanted God to help him know and make right choices. And he wanted to make choices that please God. 
And so helping boys and girls see that Solomon asked for wisdom and that they can ask God to help us want wisdom, ask for wisdom. And I think kids can connect with the fact that Solomon asked God for the right thing rather than just the things that he wanted. I'm excited about helping boys and girls grasp that and explaining that, yes, you know, we do ask God for different things, but we need to make sure that we're asking God for the right thing. I also think just to add on to that, like another way to kind of tie this back to the big picture question as well is to remind kids too that there are going to be so many times that they do not do things wisely, right? Like we're going to fail and make mistakes. We're going to dishonor the Lord and the choices that we make. And so another thing that we can tell kids is like, look, through Jesus Christ, God shows you mercy when you don't fail to live up to that wise standard of walking in the ways that he's called us to, right? And so again, that's another way to come back to Jesus and remind them that Jesus was wise for you. He made all the right choices. He did everything perfect to please God. And when you put your faith in him, now God sees you in that same way as well. Because we don't want to like burden kids with, you know, do this, do this, do this. We also want to make help them to see that, you know, it's while, you know, you're going to fail, Jesus was that perfect standard for you. And in Christ, now you've been shown mercy. I love that. And that's a great word because here's the good news. As you said, how because of Jesus, we have mercy. And so we want to thank our listeners for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.